Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby. Where did these niggas be at when they say they doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. Bread Episode 3, Season 2. Bread Episode 12 of the entire podcast. So today, I have no one with me. I have myself. Crazy. But I wanted to discuss... It's funny, I'm discussing the person who's my intro song to the podcast. Drake. But I'm, I'm going to talk about him and Kanye. Because... It's been deep. It's been a deep, like, 16... It's been almost 20 years of sparked of this beef and what's been happening. Because people really think it's just Drake and Kanye. It's really deeper. That's the crazy part. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because Drake... Drake has been talked about a lot. Like, like it was... It's been... This beef's been going on since 2018. This beef's been going on for a while. Okay? And it's not the Drake and Kanye beef. It's just beef in general. So Kanye had some things to say about Drake in his recent podcast on Drake. Uh, not, well, not Kanye's podcast, but in the Drink Champs podcast. He said a lot of things. We'll discuss those things a little bit later. Um, but I really want to start on what sparked this beef. It's going to take some while, y'all. So... Well, not a while, but it's a it's it's a lot of storytelling. It's a lot of back and forth. Um, it's a whole timeline. It goes from two thousand two to now. So, story time, y'all. You know what? We don't have hot questions today, so I'm gonna use the song. So this is hot story time. So this is not even a hot question because we don't have a guest here today. So this is going to be a hot story. So this story dates back to 2002, people. 2002. It all started with the Neptunes and Cash Money Records. Neptunes was Pharrell's group and Cash Money Records was Birdman's record label. So now you're thinking in your head, why did these two people... Start a beef between Drake and Kanye. I'll tell you. So just listen to the story. So it all started with the Neptunes and Cash Money Records. Uh, in the early 2000s, uh, Neptunes was making music with Cash Money. Cash Money isn't paying Neptunes for, what they, for the work they've done. And Neptune said, I will never associate myself with y'all again. I will never make music with y'all. I will never associate with, my, with y'all again. Y'all as in Cash Money Records. So, later in the years, Lil Wayne asked Pharrell for Billionaire Boys Club gear. And that was like Pharrell's like clothing. And Pharrell said no. Because, guess what? You did not pay me. So, I'm not associating myself with y'all. Fuck y'all, basically. Lil Wayne 
Did not listen to him. He said, fuck you then. I'm still going to wear the shit. So Lil Wayne continued to wear the gear in the music video for Hustler Music in like 2006. So he also wore Bape, which was, a, I mean, it's popular now still, but that was gear that Pusha T, the Clips, the Clips is a group with Pusha T and his brother No Malice, uh, and the Neptunes always wore. So they felt disrespected that Lil Wayne even wore billion bo- Billionaire Boys Club gear and continued to wear Bape in like a front of a magazine. So Lil Wayne got dissed. By Pharrell and the Clips, and that's Pusha T and his brother. So they had a song called Mr. Me Too, which was popping. That was a good song, and that dropped in like 2006. So it was base. It was very subtle shots to Lil Wayne about jocking their style. You know, Mr. Me Too. I want to wear this. Oh yeah, me too. You know. I forgot the lyrics of the song, but yeah, they say me too because there's rappers that just want to be like them too. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, that happened. And between 2006 and 2011, a lot of subtle jabs were going at each other. Lil Wayne talks on an interview, you know, talks shit about them saying, I'm a hot rapper, so I made, you know, Bay Pop before them and all this other shit, right? So... 2011 happens, or even before that. I, I kind of forgot when Exodus 23-1 drops, but Pusha T dropped a song called Exodus 23-1, and he, it's a basically a whole diss song about Lil Wayne, and it basically Cash Money, Young Money, Drake, all of them. He came at all of them. He said a line in the song like, uh, one nigga signed to another nigga who signed to three other niggas. That's bad luck. So... Um, this is what I'm assuming out this. Drake is signed to Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne signed to Birdman. And Birdman is, assign- is signed to Universal Music Group. He's saying that's bad luck. Something's going to happen. Something wrong is going to happen because nobody's independent in this situation. Nobody is making their own money. Basically, you got to work to get your money. So if Lil Wayne messes up, Birdman ain't getting that much money and Drake ain't getting that much money. If Birdman messes up, none of them get money. That's crazy, right? So, that, you know, Pusha T said some real. So, Lil Wayne. Oh, God. I don't even know my keys like this, so bear with me. Thank you. Lil Wayne dropped this song called Ghoulish. It was terrible. It was one of the worst diss songs I've ever heard in my life. He starts off the song with like, fuck Pusha T and everybody that love him. Uh, fuck. Let, let's just look at the lyrics. Oh, God. It was terrible. It was like a minute song. Oh, my gosh. It was called Ghoulish. It was terrible. Lyrics. Here they are. Oh, it's terrible. Fuck Push T and anybody that love him. His head up his ass. I'ma have to head butt him, gut him. Little Tunchi shit. Weak stomach. It's me, LT, like when you heat butter. Old pussy in a can. Red is the flag. Fuck with me wrong and I'll put your head in your hands. I don't even want to rap this anymore. It's terrible. It's, I would say this is one of the worst diss songs by a superstar rapper ever. That's, that's just me though. That was a terrible song. 
I, I'm, I'm mad that I even read those lyrics to the world. That's terrible. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Little Wayne drops uh, Ghoulish. Um, Pusha T continued to drop a freestyle over Drake's beat, Money Dreams Could Buy. Or Dreams Money Could Buy, actually. I'm sorry. And said some things. He really talked about Drake, saying like, Rappers on their sophomores acting like their boss lords. Oof. He was talking about Drake. Oof. So Drake actually started firing back at Pusha T. And uh, Drake said on the song Tuscan Leather with his album Nothing Was the Same in like 2014 or 2013. He said, I'm just as famous as my mentor, but that's still my boss. Don't get sent for Get hype on tracks and jump in front of a bullet you wasn't meant for. He rapped at one point and followed up with this line. Bench players talking like starters. I hate it. Golly. Talking a lot of mess about Pusha T in that line. I actually took this from an excerpt from a, from an article talking about their beef. Um, that was pretty bad. You know, not bad as a line, like it was terrible. I'm saying bad as in like, this is going to get worse. This is going to get bad. So years later, years later, Pusha T, I think this is like 2016, he drops this freestyle, you know, basically, you know, he's dropping an album, so he wants to drop a freestyle to get some hype. So Pusha T, HD, HGTV freestyle. Now this, I'm not going to lie, it was hard. I, I wanted to listen to his album. I was like, yeah, he going to kill it. So he basically said, it's too far gone when the realest ain't real. I'm going to break it down. So he said, it's too far gone when the realest ain't real. Obviously, Drake has a mixtape called So Far Gone, one of his hottest mixtapes. So Far Gone. So he said, it's too far gone when the realest ain't real. I walk amongst the clouds so your ceilings ain't real. So in that line, he's, he's referring to Drake's Nothing Was The Same album cover when he's looking across the clouds. These niggas call of duty because their killings ain't real. Basically referring to a lot of things Drake has said in those lines. And if you're reading this too late, talking about him being like the mobster, top shot dude and all that. And then he ends it with this. With a questionable pen so the feeling ain't real. So around the, if you're in the, if you're reading this too late era, he was beefing with Meek Mill. Not a lot of people, people forget this, but Meek Mill came out and said, Drake wasn't writing his lyrics. It was a guy named Quint Miller that wrote the entire If You're Reading This Too Late. Quint Miller is, you know, not a poppin' rapper, but he's really good at writing music for other people. And he wrote the entire If You're Reading This Too Late, allegedly. So he basically, Push T was basically hitting him with the, you know, with the questionable pen so the feeling ain't real. So Drake came back at him in a song called Two Birds, One Stone. The two birds are Kid Cudi. Push T, I'm not going to really talk about the Kid Cudi and Drake beef. But uh, Drake says, but really it's you with all the drug dealer stories. That's got to stop, though. You made a couple chops. Now you think you're El Chapo. Oof. Dang. That was hard. I remember listening to that in college. I was like, golly. This is this is good. I love, I love hip-hop beef. I just don't like it when it gets results and people getting hurt, you know? I just love back and forth, you know, who could, who could, who could hit each other deep, you know, deep in the soul. 
And they're both really coming at each other really hard, really, right at that point, 2017. So I was like, cool. So a year later happens, right? Push a T, drops Daytona. And now this is when we get Kanye in the mix. Not really, you know, but this is when it gets emphasized. And I'll, I'll, I'll definitely go back in the timeline to talk about Drake and Kanye just a little bit, just to see like how their competitive nature towards each other. Um, but Kanye, you know, was going through it in 2018, 2018, which is a great year of hip hop. Let me just say that. Um, Kanye had this thing where he was going to drop albums every week because Kanye is also a producer. So he sat by himself in a place in a studio in Wyoming and made music all day. And he said he was going to drop five albums or something like that. He was going to drop like just albums every week, basically. So he had a Kid Cudi album, a Push T album, a Tiana Taylor album, a Nas album, and his own album. He probably had more, but I remember those five in particular. So Drake came through there, worked with him, Push T. All, all the people I've said had came there and worked with him, and other people have came and worked with him in Wyoming. Chance the Rapper, all these people, right? So one of the albums uh, that drops in that Kanye thread was Pusha T. It was called Daytona. That dropped in like late May. I remember, I remember when that album dropped. 2018 May, I was on my way to Arizona on, a, on an airplane. It was a Friday morning. And I remember that ASAP Rocky and Push T dropped albums. I listened to Push T's and I remember that whole album being great. I loved it. You know, it was, it was what a hip hop fan really needed. And on the last song, Infrared, that was produced by Kanye. The whole album was produced by Kanye, by the way. But he talks a lot about Drake and his questionable pen, like we said. With one line, he says, it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Golly, if nobody knows, it was written, but was an album by Nas. And Nas is known as one of the greatest writers in hip-hop history. So it, it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin Miller. Quentin Miller was the person that allegedly wrote, if you're reading this, it's too late. Damn, that's deep right there. Golly, just just even me saying it out loud, like woof, oh, with that one line. And he was saying that the whole song. He was he was really getting that little Wayne a lot. It was getting deep, you know. And like we said, you know, Little Wayne and Push T was not like each other from that stuff that was happening in twenty six and two thousand six. Like golly, this is at this point it's two thousand eighteen, and this beef is starting back to like basically the early two thousands, two thousand six is when Push T got involved. Wow. So, Drake drops Duppy Freestyle. I remember Drake drops I'm Upset like a couple days later. I thought that was about, about Pusha T. And I was like, this is trash. But it wasn't. I think it was about his baby mama. That was my suspicions. Uh, but Drake actually drops a freestyle called Duppy Freestyle. You can find it on uh, SoundCloud. And he he did something that was... Okay, so he talks a lot about Kanye because Kanye obviously produced the beat for Pusha T's um, Infrared song. And he's basically saying, like, a lot of things like, oh, Kanye, like, asked a lot for me. Like, uh, he wanted me to write some songs for him. He wanted me to do this for him, this, that, this, that. And now you're over here producing songs for people to diss me. Like, what's wrong with you, Kanye? Like, he's really saying that. But then he starts dissing Pusha T again. But he does something. And a lot of people get at Pusha T for saying what he said to Drake. And I, I think everything that was said was terrible. But 
Drake really went had a low blow and brought up Pusha T's wife. That that's not good. And I think Drake does a lot of low blows in his subliminals, but doesn't take account for when people do low blows to him. Definitely. Because you brought up someone's wife. Not your character. He Push T just said you write, like the things that you write are questionable. That's what I've got so far. Drake brings up his wife. So it's fair game at this point for Push T to say whatever he has to say. So soon... Push T drops Story of Adidon. So, why is it called Story of Adidon? That. So, now here's another backstory. Drake has a kid. Nobody knew about the kid yet. With a baby mama who's like a stripper, porn star, whatever she is. I really don't know. But Drake doesn't like her. Because she's, there's a lot of complications with him and her. He doesn't even know if that's his kid or not. It's a lot of stuff. So he's not putting this kid out to the world. But once he found out it was his kid, he was actually going to leave Nike and join Adidas with Kanye. And he was going to have this brand called Adidon. And his son's name is Adonis. So it was Adidon. And that was going to be his marketing strategy to put his kid out there to the world and also get money from it. So that's the reason why Pussy T dropped the song Story of Adidon. Now, he doesn't really talk much about added on, but he did say that he was a deadbeat dad in the song. He said, you are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Called him a deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol because he's Canadian. Um, he said a lot about um, Drake's best friend, 40, who's also his producer, produces Drake's beats. Made fun of him for having MS. That was a really big low blow. Talked about Drake's light skinness. Uh, saying that he doesn't really feel black. He said a lot of stuff. Now, people think it was like, damn, like, Push T, you kind of went, like, very low on that one. But, I mean, if you mention my wife in the song, I got to come at you hard, too. You know? If you said something about my sister, I'm going at you hard, too. If you said something about my mama, I'm going at you hard, too. You know what I mean? So, like Drake, Drake must have felt super personal. This is a this is like a side note. Drake must have felt super personal when XX Tentacion or XXX Tentacion came at Drake saying that his mom's wife, his no, no no Drake's mom was beautiful and he wants to do things with her and all that stuff. I know Drake felt some type of way about that for sure. So you know, don't be talking about other people's you know women in their life, Drake, because you know you're gonna get your ass handed to you. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, all that happened, right? So, Drake really couldn't recover from that. We're going to be real. Drake could not recover from the story of Adidon. It was too much going on. And then I forgot to say this. Oh, my gosh. So, the cover art of the story of Adidon was Drake. It was a picture of Drake showing blackface. Nobody knows what blackface is. Um, there's a thing called minstrelsy shows. Minstrelsy shows are basically like shows back in the day that white people would portray black people and paint their face black and then make like put red on the top of their lips to show that their lips are bigger. And it was like a horrible perception of black people. Horrible, super racist. It was terrible. And on the front of Story of Adidon, Drake's doing that. And there's a, Drake addressed it, said that it was uh, 
he was actually addressing blackface because he was an up-and-coming actor, and they were doing like a social action thing where they addressed like blackface, and that's why he was doing it. But a lot of people had problems with that. It was just a wild thing. Push T through, put it all out there on the line with that diss song. If y'all have not listened to the story about it on, please do go on YouTube or SoundCloud, whatever. Find that cover art. It was crazy. I, oh my gosh. It, it, that was one of the, the best things of 2018. That beef and that like particular part. But yeah, that happens. And Drake doesn't really push, uh, diss push T anymore. Drake a month later, like weeks later, dropped Scorpion, his album. And he says a lot. And he's dissing Kanye because he believes Kanye gave Pusha T all that info about him having a baby, him having complications with his baby mama. Because nobody knew. So we're going to go back to Wyoming. We're not going to talk about Scorpion yet. We're going to go back to Wyoming when Kanye was making all that music. Drake actually came through to Wyoming to discuss his album. Kanye said, this is what Drake says in the shop with LeBron. Kanye says, if we're going to make an album together, if we're going to make music together, you got to be transparent with me. I got to know everything about you. I got to know this, that, this, that, this, that. So him and Drake have a very deep conversation. Drake talks about his kid talks about his baby mama. He talks about everything. Everything. And months later, Push T drops the story of Adonai. That explains everything. Shoots at Drake for everything. So Drake doesn't blame Pusha T. Drake blames Kanye. So he drops Scorpion. And there's a lot of things in Scorpion that were directed towards Kanye. Um... And he kind of starts implying that he slept with Kim Kardashian, who was Kanye's wife. Like, Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Like, he says all that. And then in uh, uh, 8 out of 10, he was like, uh, your sister's person play, your granny's person play, your wifey, your wifey, your wifey, your wifey. He says a lot of things. And Kanye actually goes more in depth. Not more in depth, but it says uh, another line. And kind of like talks about how he feels about it and um, uh, his recent podcast with the Drink Champs. So definitely listen to that. Um, but yeah, Drake does says a lot of things. And then months later, Astroworld drops. And Sicko Mode with Travis and Drake drops. And I, I, I need to look at the lyrics because Drake said a lot about Kanye because, you know, Drake and Kanye are neighbors uh, in Calabasas. So, he said a lot. It was kind of funny. Let me look it up. I already got the full lyrics right here. Okay. I crept down the block. Made a right. Cut the lights. Paid the price. Niggas think it's sweet. It's on sight. Nothing's nice. But gets in my ice. These are very like small fonts. So, I got my laptop in front of me. Jesus Christ. Checks over stripes. That's what I like. That's what we like. Lost my respect. You're not a threat. When I shoot my shot, that shit wetty like I'm Sheck. Or uh, shots that I took, wet like I'm Book, wet like I'm Lizzie. I be spinning valley circle blocks till I'm dizzy. Like where is he? No one's seen him. I'm trying to clean him. 
So he basically says, you know, he's saying a lot of things. You know, I crept down a block, made a right because he's his neighbor. Cut the lights, cut the lights to his house, paid the price. Niggas think it's sweet. It's on site. Like he gonna fight him. And then at the end, he said, um, circle blocks till I'm dizzy. Like, where is he? No one's seen him. I'm trying to clean him. Talk about beating him up. Like, <laughs> like bro, you, you saying a lot. So after all that, um, Kanye goes on his IG live and addresses everything. Basically saying, bro, why are you acting like you fucked my wife? You did not do anything with my wife. Like, go out to the world, say it cleanly that you never did anything with my wife. Um, Drake is sending him, like, purple devil emojis to to be petty towards Kanye. A lot of stuff happens, and they're just kind of going, like, subtle back and forth until today, until a little bit before Certified Lover Boy. Um, Kanye drops the pin of Drake's new place in Toronto. That was wild. <laughs> that's crazy. You feel me? Like, that's wild, bro. But, you know, he did it. So that's a lot of problems. And, yeah, now 2021, Certified Lover Boy is, like, one of the hottest albums about to get dropped. Before before it drops, he a lot of a lot of promotions for it, a lot of things about it. Drake does his hair and a heart. He had a promotional video for it, a lot of stuff, right? So we just went from 2002 to 2021 so quickly. Um, what's it called? Where was I at with this? Yeah, so a lot of promotional videos. But a lot of things got leaked. This is what I'm assuming. This is not like sold facts. But supposedly, uh, Certified Lover Boy gets leaked. It was supposed to drop in like January 2020. He pushes it back because I think it got linked. Leaked. He says it's because he tore his ACL. I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because he got leaked. So it, he waits until later in the year. Kanye talks about dropping an album called Donda. And now it's looking like Donda and Certified Lover Boy are going to drop the same day. It doesn't happen. I think Certified Lover Boy drops and Donda drops. or No, Donda drops and Certified Lover Boy drops like weeks later. But that was just crazy. So a lot of people, you know, are going, you know, back and forth about what's a better album, C.O.B. or Donda. But I'm going to talk a little bit about Kanye and Drake. So really, when Cash Money, basically, when it was a lot, but it... it from that whole beef in 2002, it got to Kanye and Jay-Z a little bit because Push T is involved with Kanye. So Kanye and Jay-Z started saying that it was a slight beef between Cash Money and Rock Nation. They had a really, it was a subtle beef. It wasn't that deep. But who's the top shot? Who's the biggest record label in the game? Rock Nation or... Cash Money Records. So, a lot of things was going on. So, the album Watch the Throne. That was like a like a subtle diss. We are the throne. Kanye and Jay-Z dropped an album called Watch the Throne. They are the throne, right? And then, earlier, right before Watch the Throne came out, uh, Kanye had an album called My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Supposedly, on all the lights, there was a sample verse from Drake. He cuts Drake. 
no hard love there. Things happen. You know, you cut people from music all the time. Um, and then Drake has a song called uh, I'm On One. And he says, I'm just feeling like the throne is for the taking. Watch me take it. Watch the throne just, just, just dropped. So th- that was a lot of stuff right there. But, you know, it was just friendly competition. Who's the biggest in the rap game and all that stuff. You know, but I think that does play a big part on why that why it's so on site right now for Drake and Kanye because Kanye has done some petty things and it's been going on since 2010 between him and Drake personally even though there was a beef with the Neptunes and and Cash Money in 2002 that soon built up to be Drake and be, Drake and Kanye beef I think little things like that that happened in 2010 with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy also played a huge part too because they do, they have done a lot of things together where they cut each other off of stuff like pop style, uh, a lot of stuff with that too. Drake and Jay-Z have like got into it a few times. Uh, they're cool now, but it's just like you've seen a lot of stuff between Drake and Kanye personally that could lead up to this point too. So I just wanted to throw that out before I talk about Donda and CLB. So Donda and CLB happens. I don't know which one's the better album. Drake didn't really give us anything new with uh, CLB, but it's good songs on there. Donda was actually very original, something new, but I just really couldn't listen to it like that. It was just an album I was just like, ah. I don't know if I can listen to this all the time. Um, but it was smooth. It was smooth. It was whatever album. I'm just not a big fan of Kanye like that anymore. But, you know, I do want to appreciate Kanye for doing something new, something different. Drake has been doing the same thing for years, and he's still hype off of it. But I think his music is not wine anymore. We're not going to look back at it in, in the next 10 years and be like, damn, Certified Lover Boy was that shit. You know what I mean? So I just want to throw that out there. So I don't really have a preference between albums. I do listen to Certified Lover Boy a lot more just because it's a lot more popular. But I do think Kanye, this album Donda might be something we might be listening to in the next like 10 years. We don't know. And I, I think the same thing because I listened to Pimp Butterfly and I was like, dang, this shit sucks. This is by Kendrick Lamar. And not this shit sucks, but I was like, damn, like I'm not finna listen to this all the time. And then I start listening to it every single day a year later. So I don't really know, but we'll see what Donda looks like within the past year, next year. But I am gonna say, Certified Lover Boy does have the upper hand at this point. But we don't know what Donda is gonna look like in the next year. We don't know. Um, yeah. And going back to this podcast with, um. Kanye with Drink Champs. You know, he does bring up his beef with Drake and how Drake throws low blows. And but he does give Drake a lot of praise. He does say he does give a good example of he's saying Steve Jobs is God and we're all iPhones. Drake gave a new algorithm to the iPhones about how to rap. And you know, back in the day, you just knew you if you knew how to rap, you was gonna make it. Like Nas, Rakim, Biggie, you know, even like uh Ice Cube could rap. Like you had to know how to rap to be in the game. I'm not saying Drake doesn't know how to rap, but he threw the melody piece of it in it. 
you got to sing, you got to do this, you got to do that. Melody. He put in a new algorithm in hip-hop. That's very important. Kanye did a very good way of just praising him on that point. But he did also bring up that Drake, if you're going to beef with Drake, he's going to DM every person in your family until someone responds, and he's going to use that as fuel. That's what he feels like he did with Kim K. And I thought that was really funny that he even mentioned that because, (laughs) oh my gosh, because it just dates back to like Pusha T's Joe Budden podcast a few years ago when Pusha T was like, Kanye didn't give me that information. 40 did. Like Drake's best friend did. Like he was pillow talking to this girl. Pillow talk is like, Talking to women after they have sex, you know, pillow talk, you know, they're on the pillow. You know, he basically said that he talks to his girl for hours and he gave all of Drake's info and that girl came back and told Pusha T everything and Pusha T rapped about it. It's like an internal thing. Drake tries to get at Kanye internally about him messing with Kim K and Pusha T is trying to get at Drake internally for saying your best friend ratted you out. It, it's crazy in the rap game trying to the manipulation is there, and that was that. That I just want to bring up the manipulation of hip hop, but yeah, um, that was just crazy. I, this is thirty three minutes to talk about y'all. Thirty three, talk about Drake and Kanye's beef and how it dates back to two thousand two to now. Donda or CLB. What, what what do y'all think about it? I mean, I, I would love for y'all to, you know, put in the comments, what do y'all think about Donda and CLB? And what do y'all think about um, their beef in general? That's something I really want to know about. I try to give y'all a lot of information. There's a lot more deeper stuff, a lot more bars, a lot more songs, a lot more things that happened to Drake and Kanye personally. But I just want to give y'all the information that I was relatively, like, know about uh, I looked up the lyrics to tell, tell y'all some of the lyrics that was said, but there's a lot more. Y'all definitely dive in deeper. If I dove in a lot deeper, this would have been like an hour, but I just wanted to give y'all something to talk about or something to, you know, listen to and, you know, hear some story time. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, this is the end of Bread So 12, Bread So 3 of season 2. Definitely tap in. This is dropping Saturday, November 6th. That's today. So definitely tap in. And I'll see y'all later. Peace. Woo. Spider. Six. Yeah. 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 The press I want for sure, you gon' need three promoters. I got the body from Jamelis, but I had switched the motor. These badass bitch riding around this bitch name all the coders. Yeah. I just told her make a story. Yeah. I just bought all the Trojans. Yeah. Yeah. I told her stop my meat. Yeah. I told her stop telling that thing she seen and told her meet me at the Ritz. Let's go. I got what gets in the back of my ring and I went in trying to hit. I told her she gotta run to the team before she can talk to the lit. Before she can talk to the lit. Yeah. Fools. I told her mama tie all my shoes Showed her two million cash, now she woozing Twenty watches and I'm still snoozing I had came up out the trenches Then I had beat a few bodies like Boosie She said you Merkel, my show you my coochie I had to sing to this bitch like Latusi Yeah, 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 yeah.
Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Bitch got a bad word on her nightstand. She must be fucking with Ghana. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with slats and we come to eat racks and I came with some fucking piranhas. Yeah. All the biscotti I got in my way. Need somebody grow me a tree. Came out the hood in my truck. Got a hood and I crack out the car with no keys. Beat it. She for the street. Need me. Only one she got hit at the street.